So I want to talk to you. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life right now? Are you living for God's glory or are you living for your own glory? <laughs> Who are you living for? We are the results of each decision that we make in our lives. We make a habit of choosing what to eat, although it may be the wrong thing, but we can choose to eat healthy or we can choose to eat what? bad. We can choose what we wear, but one of the most significant choices we can make is this, purpose over popularity. <laughs> Let's say this, say purpose over popularity. Purpose over popularity. Imagine living in a world where everyone accepted you, everyone liked you, everyone approved of you, everyone admired you, and it would never, how do you know that? It would never be like that. Lift your hand, how many of you know that? It would never be like that. <laughs> it would never happen. Even if you can imagine it, it would never happen. I'm sorry to tell you guys that, but it, it just won't. There's some people that won't, won't like you. There's some people that won't admire you and say, that's okay. That's okay. It would never be like that. It would never happen. Now, on the flip side, imagine living in a world where you didn't care that much about what people thought about you because you were so focused on pleasing God and allowing and don't allow people's approval what to consume you. How many you know that's important? Say, don't let other people's approval consume you. And how many of you know that some of us are we're guilty at that. Lift your hands. I lift both my. Some of us are guilty at that. We allow other people's approval to what? Consume us. Many of us, without realizing, chooses the opposite by choosing what? Popularity over what? Purpose. We choose popularity over purpose. We all want to be liked. We can't allow being popular or liked to sway us on the opposite of choosing what? What God has for who? Us. Say, Lord, I'm guilty, but help me. Say, Lord, I'm guilty, but help me. <laughs> so how do you know that? Because many times, what do we do? We, we, we ask, do you like me? Do you, do, do, you, do you like my friends that I hang around? Do you, are they your, do you like my friends? We ask, uh, uh, do you like the car that I'm driving? Uh, it's nice. Do you like this? Most of us may ask, uh, do you like the house that I'm staying in? Do you know what, 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 where, I, where I live or neighborhood? Do you like that? Do you, do you, do you like the clothes that I have on? Do, you, do, you, do, you, do I measure up to you? Am I important enough to you? Do you like what I'm doing in my life, what, right now? Do you like it? Do, do you like my selfies? How many of you know that? Some of us do the selfies. I'm on vacation, bikini. <laughs> you like my body? Woo! <laughs> hey, come on. Y'all know y'all have been taking selfies on the trips. Some of you guys' bellies out, but that's okay. But you said, here I go. Do you like? 
and you're not getting enough likes. So you're like, oh, let me put that down. Let me take that, that picture down. <laughs> we all want to be what? Liked. And what we're guilty, we're living for what? The approval of who? People. Living for the approval of people. The problem is the most, this is the, the problem here. We don't know our purpose. Some of us really don't know our purpose. And what we do, we start to, to, to ask other people. We start to uh, ask other folks, like, what do you think I should do? Instead of asking who? God. Where do you think I should go? Where you, what, 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 what? But if you're sure about the purpose that God has for you, you'll stop looking to people for an answer. And you'll start asking the creator of all creations. And who is that? His name is Jesus. You'll start asking him. So I want to ask you a question. And you can write this down. Do you know that living for the approval of people keeps you from the purpose of God? Do you know that living for the approval of people will keep you from what? The purpose of God. How do you know that? Let's go to the scripture here. Uh, Hebrews, if you want to write this down, you can read it on your own time. It's Hebrews 11, 24 through 26. And we see here, and I'm going to read it. It says, by faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And then it goes on, it says in 25, he chose to be mistreated along with the people of God, rather to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. And then it goes on in 26, he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value. Say greater value. And then it goes on to say, then the treasures of what? Egypt. And then it goes on because he was looking ahead of his reward. Say look ahead. He was looking ahead of his what? Reward. Moses, if you read, Moses was a Hebrew who was raised in the Egyptian or the Pharaoh's house. When you read a little bit longer, he chose to forsake the temporary pleasure and comfort of sin for what? The eternal of who? God. When you read on, you'll see that uh, this, this means that he gave up greater Egyptian e education. He gave up uh, the wealth. He gave up popularity. He gave up achievement. He gave up status just for who? God. But what I love about Moses, Moses decided to walk by faith. He walked by faith. He gave up status and let God map out his destination. He allowed God to map out his destiny instead of allowing Pharaoh to do it for him. Say, Lord, help me. And you mapping out my destiny. In other words, what are you saying, Shane, here? In other words, we're reminded about valuing our purpose. And identifying in God without allowing our environment to keep us from pursuing the reward of who? God. I can't let nobody. Moses shows us that self-sacrificing look like. He shows us what it really looks like when it comes to self-sacrificing. How many of you know that sometimes it's hard to, self, to have some self-sacrifice? <laughs> I, I want to do me. I don't, I don't want to do you right now. Give me, to, uh, give me a year. And then I think about it. How you been like that? Lord, I don't want to. I want to do me. I don't want to do you right now. Ooh, no. But tell someone, tell yourself, say it takes what? Self-sacrificing. 
and how many of you know that we all self-sacrifice for our kids? I got three beautiful kids. I don't have, I don't care how many kids you have, but you're going to be what? Self-sacrificing. And God is saying, that's what I need you. I need you to be what? Self-sacrificing. Moses, he shows us when we trust and have faith in God, it'll be hard to be thrown off because we're so focused on what God wants us to do and what he wants us to be. And how many of you know that we all need that help? So what are you saying? Don't let anything deter you from your purpose. Don't let anything deter you from what? Your purpose. The next one, if you want to write this down. So, so let's look at the power of purpose. We're going to look at the power of purpose. Look at the power of purpose. Number one, the power of purpose. Purpose diminishes distractions. Say, say, say it with me. Purpose diminishes distractions. Oh, that kind of hurt, doesn't it? Ugh. Ugh. I don't care who it is or where you are in your life. Some of us, if you went, if you got a business, if you, you knew your business, right? If you went to school, you had a what? Purpose. You knew your purpose. You was not distracted. You didn't party too much. You know, you didn't. Wow. Woo, I ain't turning in my great. I ain't turning in my work. Woohoo! I'm just here paying all this money. <laughs> Well, some of you probably did, right? Yeah, some of you guilty at it. <laughs> but you didn't drop out. You didn't let it go. You didn't give up even when the courses got hard because you knew what? Your purpose. You knew what you wanted to become. You knew what you wanted to do in life. So let's go to the scripture here. You want to write this down. Nehemiah, I love this illustration. In, in, in Nehemiah 6, 3 through 4, this is the NIV. It says, so I sent messengers to them with this reply, we see that Nehemiah was building the wall. He's working. I'm giving you just an over. He's working on the wall for the Lord. He's building it. He's doing something. But then we see here that four people or four people, different messages come to him and then trying to get him down. But this is his reply. He says, I am carrying on a great project and cannot go down. Then it goes on to say, why should the work stop while I leave it and go down to you? And then it goes on, it says in four, it said four times. They sent me the same message. I got irritated. Like, say, y'all don't come back up here because if you come back up here, I'm going to throw a brick. That would have been my, that would have been me. Uh, you, you, I'm tired. <laughs> I would have done that. How many of you have done that? No, you was like, oh, you know, I just, I won't do that. But I will. Like, you, you come up here again bothering me, telling me to come down, then I'm going to throw a brick at you. You think they're going to come back? I hope not, but you know, they're going to have bricks on them, but that, that is what it is. The Bible goes on and says, and each time I gave them what? The same answer. Our biggest distraction is when we decide to compare our lives with other people's lives. How many of you know that's our biggest distraction? What do you think? Why I'm not why I'm not right there like them? Why I'm not in the same position like them? Why I don't have a better paying job like them? On the sneak, some of you are jealous, like, oh, whew, that's a lot of money to get paid. Ugh, I don't know. I've been in my position longer than you, and you get paid more than me. Uh, uh, say hater, hater. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people are like that, right? And that's just how some people are. 
And then some people may say, well, uh, they already own their own their home and I'm just living in an apartment. Oh, why? Why? Their home is, 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 you know, is, is, is nice size, but why well, I don't have a bigger size home? We do what? Compare. All my friends are married. I'm still single. We start what? Comparing. But the purpose of God diminishes these different distractions. Say the purpose of God diminishes these different what? Distractions. What I love about Nehemiah, he was determined to build the wall even when his naysayers had his ear and trying to distract him. How many of you got naysayers trying to try to make you, you know, stop doing what you want to pursue, trying to distract you from accomplishing certain things, uh, you know, living out your comfort zone? How many of you got some people that are like that? Huh? Those are the people you need to get out your life. I'm just like, oh, no, nah. Well, they're family. Well, so what? Love them from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> Say yes. <laughs> there are some people that are naysayers, and what they try to do is keep you from the work of God. He said, "Sorry, guys," and I'm paraphrasing. I, I, I'm carrying on a great work, and I can't come down. <laughs> How many of you know when you start doing something for God, distractions start to come? How many of you know that? When you start doing something for God, distraction will come your way. In other words, Nehemiah said, I don't have time to come down to your level just to hear your opinion about me. <laughs> he said, I don't have time to come down. I, I, I got I to do what God has called me to do. And how many of you know that some people get mad when you don't hear their opinion out? I'm not hearing your opinion out because I don't want to be distracted and I don't want to give up and throw in the towel because of what you said. So we see here, uh, uh, he, he said, I got to do so. It may not seem significant to you, but I'm faithful because God has something for me in my, my future. I may not give up because I know what God has for me, what? In my future. How many of you know what God has for you in your future? I know what he may have. Why? And some people may ask you, well, why are you taking the pay, a, a, a job paying less? Say distraction. I'm stressed. I can't handle it no more. <laughs> so when people come to you, you can say, well, uh, you, you, you may think that, pay, uh, you know, getting a, a pay cut is, is not significant to you, but it's significant to me because I want my what? Sanity. And when someone comes to you and they may not understand what God is doing in your life, you can say distraction. I cannot come down for this great work that I'm already doing. Maybe someone say, well, why are you into ministry? Well, why are you going to that church and y'all fellowshipping? Why are you always there? You go to Bible class, you go to life groups, you're always going to hear the pastor. Why? Y'all sitting with cheers in the lawn. Why? What's the use in the sun? <laughs> tell yourself, say, distraction. You got to tell that person, hey, I'm doing a great work and I cannot come down to what? Your opinions. Because I'm doing a great work within what? The kingdom of God. You may have someone that come to you and say, uh, well, why are you going into ministry? Why do you want to do this? Why, why, why are you doing this? You can't do that. Your, your mama didn't do it. Or this didn't do it. They didn't do it. It fell for them. What makes you think it's going to work for you? <laughs> tell yourself, say, distraction. And you got to tell yourself, hey, you say, I can do all things through Christ that what? Strengthens who? 
me. Woo! And, and, and hear them, and when you say that to them, they be like, well, so? They get mad. So? But I can't do nothing without what? The help of God. The other one, write this down, the power of purpose. And this is 2 Corinthians 4, 17 through 18. Purpose pushes you through the pain. Say purpose pushes you through the pain. You can talk to any athlete. Athlete. It wasn't pieces of cream they got in the NBA or in the NFL. They've probably been overlooked. They probably had some, some surgeries. They've had some hard times, whatever the case may be. But let me tell you, they knew what they wanted to do. And I don't care what's going on in your life. The power of purpose, it pushes you through all the pain that you may encounter. Let's read the word of God. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 through 18. For our present troubles are small. Some of y'all like, no, it ain't small. Uh -uh. Oh, no, no. When I'm going through, it's not small, Shane. It's huge. So how, Paul can, how can you say this, Paul? You don't know what I'm going through. You're talking about small. You get in my shoes. I'm paraphrasing for y'all. I'm talking for some of y'all, right? Is that okay? Can I talk for some of y'all? What are you talking about? But then the Bible goes on and says, it won't last very long. Shane, I've been going through for, ugh, it's been about six months to a year with the same predicament. He said it won't last what? Very long. Our time is totally different from what? God's timing. Three years to us is two days with who? God. And you're like, Lord, well, I need you to speed it up. And then the Bible goes on and says this. It says, it says, yet they produce for us, your trouble, it produced for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Your trouble it will outweigh everything that you're going through because of what? The glory, the reward in the what? Future. Then 18 says, so we don't look at the troubles we can see. Now, rather fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. The pathway to your purpose it's paved with pain. How do you know that? It's paved with pain. Doing what God wants you to do, others may not like it. They won't understand it at all. And sometimes it will hurt because people can't see what God is doing in your life right now. And sometimes when people don't, they can't see what you see, it hurts. How do you know that? You have a business plan. And somebody just shot it down. Oh, mm, oh, mm -mm, that ain't going to work. And what you do? <sighs> I got to reevaluate. You really don't have to reevaluate. They just can't see what you see. But then most of us, it, it would hurt because people can't see, but people may not like you. It's not easy, but say, keep on pushing through the, the pain. People, people may, the critics may try to stop you, but you got to what? Keep pushing what? Through the pain. 
You may have people that will try to slow you down with the, the things that they do to you, the things that they say to you. They may try to slow you down, but you may have to get up and, and make up in your mind. It's not easy, but I'm going to keep pushing through what? The pain. Tell yourself, say, keep pushing through the pain. Because when you know God has a purpose for you, your eyes are no longer on the things you who, who, who may not have approval of you. Your, your eyes are no longer on the people that have hurt you. You're, that's not where your mind's at because you're focusing on the things that God has for you, which cannot be seen with your natural eye. Say, it cannot be seen with my natural eye. How do you know that? Write this down, the scripture. 2 Corinthians 2 and 9. It says this, no eye has seen. This is this is it said say no eyes has seen. And then the Bible goes on, no ear has heard. Oh, I thought I seen and I thought I heard it, but you're lying. <laughs> and then the Bible goes on and says this: what well, God has prepared for those who love him. Whoo! So, so what are you saying, Shay? It has not entered into some people. They, they can't see it. They have not heard it like you've heard it. They have not seen it like you've seen it because God is preparing greater things for who? You. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about that. When, so when your naysayers say, oh, I don't know, that'd be a good, a good idea. Oh, no, I've seen it. He gave me a dream. I've seen it. Yeah, he put it on my heart. He placed it on my heart. It's been some years. I've been thinking about this over and over. I haven't shared it with anybody because I, I was worried about this. <laughs> Have you ever been there? <laughs> Have you ever been there? Huh? You got to be strong in what God wants you to do. God will give you strength and he will give you peace that will outweigh and outlast every pain, every affliction that you encounter in your life. Purpose pushes you what? On. Purpose pushes you to the next level in your life. How many of you have uh, pity parties? Be real. You know, you know you have a pity party. Yeah, pity party this morning. I can't fit this no more. I ain't going to church. Yeah. <laughs> but when you know your purpose when you're here at church, then you're going to what? Move on. You find something else. Find something bigger. I'm just playing. Don't, 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 don't. Y'all, you, you, some of y'all ladies looked at me like, find something bigger. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I'm talking about those guys. You know I love y'all, right? It pushes you to the next level. The next one, number three, the power of purpose. Purpose, this is the last one. Purpose empowers you to please God. When you know your purpose, you're not going to please yourself. You're not going to please the folks that's in your life, but you're going to do what? Please God. The Bible says this in Acts 5 and 29. It says, Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than human beings. Woo. How many of y'all disobedient? Yeah, see, some of y'all disobedient, right? When it comes to God, you're like, I don't want to do it right now, God. Get, uh, mm, no, that's a stretch. Ah. How many of you guilty of that? There are some phases in your life where you said, ah, not right now, God. He said, you should obey God rather than what? Man. Some of us will listen to our boss before we listen to God. 
And the next day, they can you can go into work and they be like, oh, we don't need you. Uh, we got we got a friend's package for you. You have a nice day and be blessed. Thank you for all the work you've done, all that hard work, all those hours you work. Thank you for filling your spot. Actually today, actually within an hour. So get your things and <laughs> see you. How many of you felt like that with some places you worked? You're like, I gave you all this time, all this energy, and you're going to let me go? We're on a budget cut. Everything's a budget cut. That's a nice way of saying we don't need you. Really? <laughs> but what are you saying? You've listened to your boss. You've had projects that you completed. You've been there on time. You've done what you need to do. You thought you was going to move up in the company, but you didn't. But then you, you did all these things. You were listening. You paid attention. You took notes. And look where it probably got you. And God said, just imagine if you just listen to me just 75% of the time. Watch what I do in your life. He said, I will start opening up doors for you. I will start opening up the windows of heaven for you because of what? Your obedience and your love for what? My purpose that I have for you. So, when God has a purpose you to do something, doesn't matter what people say or do, you're going to do what he wants instead of people. You're going to do what he wants. Moses, he dealt with this. I don't know if you if you want to go back and you want to read Numbers 11. If I was Moses, I had an attitude and I would tell everybody, y'all curse. I'm tired of y'all complaining. They, as they, they come from the Egypt, 40 days walking. And then we see Moses, he's leading them. In Numbers 11, if you want to read on your own time, but we see the Israel, they complain. They tell me, oh, I missed the meat in Egypt. I, oh, I missed the food. Yeah, I, yeah, I was doing it. I miss, I miss Egypt. They were whining. They were complaining. They were rebellious. But we see that Moses, but he stayed the course. He stayed on course, and he did what God wanted him to do instead. Even when they were complaining. Me, I would have been like, okay, go, y'all go, y'all good. All right, go. Yeah, okay, complain. All right, I'm leaving. I'm out. Bye. Peace. Why did Moses stay? Because he knew that purpose empowers him to what? Please God. He knew it. So me in closing. You can't please everyone, but you can please God. You can't please everyone, but you can please God. This week, I want you to choose purpose over popularity. Say purpose over popularity. I want you to choose it. What if we decided to put more focus on purpose instead of our agendas? How far would you be? How far would you be right now if you decided to put more focus on the purpose that God has for you instead of your own agenda? How far? The Bible says this, and you want to write this down, 1 Corinthians 10 and 31, and this is the last scripture. This is it. This is it. This is it for me. Last scripture. It's not as hot as I thought up here. It's good. Not that bad. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. T tell yourself, 
whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. That's his purpose in each and every one of our lives. Whatever you do, your job, do it for what? The glory of God. Raising your children, do it for what? To the glory of God. Your finances and your money, do it for who? To the glory of God. How you treat people and how you interact with people, do it not for them or yourself, but do it all to what? The glory of God. You coming to church is not that you just come in and you got a lawn chair. You just come to see what, what song is going to be sang and, and what, what you know Pastor Chris is going to say. You're not just coming for that, but you're, everything that you're doing, every move that you make, you're not doing it for the church. You're not doing it for Pastor Chris, but you're doing it all for what? The glory of God. So when you get in your mind, that my coming to church is not in vain or me coming to fellowshipping and loving on people is not in vain. It's all for what? The glory of what? God. Purpose over popularity. Say purpose over popularity. Tell yourself, say, say, wake up. Tell yourself, wake up. And I want you to choose purpose. You may not be MVP. You may not get a reward. You may not even be recognized. But I choose in my life purpose over popularity. 